Blog Talk Radio. Sometimes your thoughts will come and go. Try to clear your mind, but confusion won't let you know that deep inside there's a sacred place where all uncertainty can be raised. I never learned to know myself, and I was afraid. Right now I need to heal myself. Well, just like a bruised head that runs so deep. I spent my life just being asleep. It takes enlightenment to know that what you learn is toxic. It takes enlightenment to know that you can learn toxicity. Good afternoon, and welcome to the Powers of Mind Enlightenism Spiritual Freedom Broadcast. I am Carolyn Kelly. Enlightenism teacher and consciousness practitioner. And I will lead you in our guided meditation today. And this guided meditation is taken from the book Enlightenism. And the guided meditations are designed for you to get out of the hustle and bustle, the hurry and the worry that we come into in a given moment, in a given day. And to take you to that transformative place within, that quiet place and that power that we call enlightenism. So that you remember who you are and your awareness of being. You were born whole, perfect, and complete and have everything that you will ever need for the journey. So I ask now all of you that are able and can do so to close your eyes very softly and begin breathing in and out in a very slow and calming manner. As you listen to the guided meditation, taken from the book. I am greater than the I that I created. I affirm in this day that I awaken with the knowledge that I am whole, perfect, and complete. I have the greater power of enlightenism within me. This power is all I need to overcome what others taught me about who I am. Regardless of what I encounter in this day, 
I remain resolute that nothing changes my awareness of having the greater power of enlightenism within me. Every event and situation are merely interpretations from my awareness of being. And as long as I am aware of being the greater power, I shall perceive myself greater than the condition in my life. I commend myself in this day to work only on expressing the greater power of enlightenism in all of my actions. I affirm that the greater power of enlightenism is my awareness of being whole, perfect, and complete. I affirm that before I enter into a temporal state of sleep, that my thoughts will be fully focused on the greater power of enlightenism within me. I end my day by accepting that I am the greater power. I ask now that you take a deep, full breath within and release it very slowly as you open your eyes and come back to the broadcast. Now, before Brother Malcolm comes to speak, I'd like you to take this memory from the meditation and to remember in your mind the statement, I command myself in this day to work only on expressing the greater power of enlightenism in all of my actions. That's what life is about. That's what this broadcast is about. I now give you author, philosopher, prophet, and creator of Enlightenism, Brother Malcolm. Thank you so much, Sister Carolyn, for getting us started, getting the juices flowing in Brother Malcolm, at least. I'm feeling <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. Whenever I hear Enlightenism, and you say, well... I command myself in this state to only focus on enlightenment. It's a greater That's power right. In all of my actions. In all of, all my, of actions. my actions. That's so wonderful. Uh, you know, my desire is that everyone could hear those words. Absolutely. And, that, and they could become beneficial to all of the people in pain and struggle today. The searching mm-hmm. outside for the power that they have within. Absolutely. (laughs) So do I. I love expressing that. It is so powerful. 
to remember that. You have sure the command am. of your power. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Sister Carla. You're welcome. Okay, folks, Brother Malcolm here with you with the Enlightenism Insights on how to create a powerful mind, the powers of the mind are. This is a broadcast. It's an online spiritual transformation services that we provide for you to learn more about the powers of the mind and to free your mind of toxicity so that you are aware of being greater than the conditions in your life. How to create a powerful mind? We use the powers of mind and lightness and philosophy to overcome our dependency on others. And we learn how to become self-reliant. A powerful mind is all we need to overcome generational toxicity. To focus your mind today on the power that you have, not the power that you lack. Always, I encourage everyone, always focus on the power you have. What power do you possess today? And what do you believe is lacking in your life? And what do you need to overcome lack, limitation, and struggle in your life? What is it that you need? I am confident that with the power of imagination and clear visualization, you have everything you need to begin the journey of working in the mind and discovering the consciousness of truth. The consciousness of truth is the is the is the consciousness that connects itself throughout the universe. Wherever it is, that's where the truth about who it is is expressed. Everywhere in the universe. Everywhere. So when we draw from the consciousness of truth, we are gaining clarity about what is the power in us. See, we're not we're not so much learning about the power that learned about history, mathematics, English, or some language. We're learning about the power that is greater than the information that we have learned, that continues to exist without the information. We can too, but <laughs> we're choosing not to. When you choose to be in lack, then you choose to struggle. When you cannot, when you ask yourself, who are you aware of being? And then ask yourself, what do you need to change this awareness of being? Can you change yourself? If, if you are an alcoholic, drug addict, you're an angry person, you feel inadequate in terms of, of your literacy level, you feel inadequate about your your financial areas, your relationships with your, your spouse and your children and other family members. If you feel in all of these things today, that's what happens in the social construct because they're all outside of you. And you're using some guidelines that you have received from someone else to determine how you and the people you interact with should act. And when they don't act the way you want them to act, you want them to change them. So, you know, people say, well, you need, said if you could bring yourself to the Lord, 
and you could change yourself. Yeah, you could change yourself. You could stop hating people. You could stop doing all of these things. And ask yourself, are we living in a country where people are not connected to what you call the Lord? Because all you can see <laughs> is blindness. All I see is blindness. Blind people, blindly disliking and hating other people based upon the other people not acting the way that you want them to act. It's not about other people changing. You already heard this many times, but you have been able to do it. It's about you changing yourself. You've heard about working on the inside, but you've never worked on the inside with tools and information, beliefs and values that you didn't carry forth in the in, from the outside. You're bringing, you're bringing the stuff into the inside, trying to sweep floors with a toxic broom. So you're spreading the same disinformation, the same confusion in your mind when you're working in the mind. So then you really get confused. Then you start asking all of these questions. Lord, what is my purpose? Why am I here? Why do people act this way? Why can't, why, 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 why? You come like a two-year-old. You have a lot of questions and no answers. And all the questions are usually about someone else. Why don't these people just get along? Why do people hate me? Why do people dislike me? Well, do you like yourself? What is it that you like about yourself? After you've asked the question, what do you need to change? Then You have to come up with something as to why you need to change. And frequently, we don't know why we need to change because we believe we've already changed. <laughs> you know, you put on a suit and tie and you learn a language and you speak the language fluently. You say, well, I, there's no need for me to change. There's no need. Everything is the way that it is. So I just participate in spiritual slash religious uh, events because this is this enhances my <laughs> this enhances my status in the world. In other words, you're going to church because you can say, oh, this person is a God-fearing Christian, a God-fearing man. Either he or she is a good person. And when you start to find good, what does it mean? Does this person know anything about the greater power within does this person follow some guidelines that have been established by other people you should act? How you should think? Are they relying on something that someone told them about the virtuous activities of the past? And this is the way we're supposed to live in the present. And when we recognize we have the pain and suffering, you say, well, how, what do you need to overcome the pain that's causing you to struggle to change things outside of you? You think about all of the heroes, sheeples, or whatever people in the past. What were they all working? What are they all known for, primarily, as it relates to the United States of America? Let's talk about from the, the 1619, when they talk about the origin of the slaves in this country. Now, the slaves didn't come into a country that did not have spiritual and religious beliefs, particularly religious beliefs. They existed in the world. 
principles about how you should act in the society. There were all of the beliefs about kind, loving people that were already here. Then you say, well, how did slavery come here in the first place? It came here because of money. And it came here because of beliefs. And you have to ask yourself, as painful as things are in this world today for us to face, we don't even want to face it. And then the, I, I'm talking about all of the groups of the people in the United States. Some people want to be want to be uh, victimized by it. Some people want to be feel less guilt about it. But some people just don't want to discuss it at all any more than you want to discuss yourself. You don't want to discuss yourself. And I and I agree to this point from this perspective of enlightenism. I'm not responsible for what the other people did. I know this sounds like I'm out of touch, but I'm not. I'm talking about you. It is your life. You are not. You do not have to rely upon other people that live before you to determine how you live today. You are fully equipped at birth with everything you need for this journey of life. You have to be willing at some point in your life to enter into self-discovery. And that's the cornerstone of the Enlightenism philosophy, self-discovery. When I am sharing insights with you, it is coming from the mindset of self-discovery. The place you work to get to where you can see who you are. And you can never see who you are if you're relying on things in the past. Because the things in the past are influencing your present living. You know, you see, so we go to Washington, D.C. and see monumental, all of those people, the presidents and so forth. And then the people, little kids go to see them. They want the kids to know about what other people did in life. Understand the glorification of the dead. That's a very common practice in the social construct. I understand that. But it doesn't mean that you, the person, are bound by what other people did in the past. You do not have to promote uh, racism. You do not have to promote victimization and anger. You do not have to choose sides about what happened in the past. You have enough problems of what's happening in the present. You have your own problems of this generation at this moment that are reflections of our unwillingness to let go of the past. So we carry all of the beliefs from past, from past generations into the present. So we think we're working in the mind. We think that we're following the so-called commandments from the divine, and you're not. You're following principles that have been established in your society that defines people by race, color, age, gender, religion, status, and education. We don't want to face it's a It's a refutable uh, truth. Take a quick break. Bring Sister Carol in. I'll be right back. Here's Sister Carol. You're listening to Brother Malcolm Kelly's Powers of the Mind Hour. 
a Healing of the Mind broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Subscribe to the Healing of the Mind broadcast and become a supporter of Enlightenism. Learn how to use the inner mind power of Enlightenism. Enlightenism empowers you to create a new way to think and live. Purchase one of Brother Malcolm Kelly's Enlightenism books from Amazon or go to his blog, Brother Malcolm's Enlightenism Insights. Browse and purchase. You'll be glad you did. Thank you so much, Sister Carla. Wonderful, wonderful message. And as Sister Carla said, you can learn more about Enlightenism by going to our website, www.nationalbyesociety.org. You'll find some wonderful videos there that are on YouTube. Go to my YouTube page, Brother Malcolm Keller's Enlightenism Insights. On uh, YouTube, and become a subscriber and, and help share this information. Enlightenism is painful to those who are unwilling to let go. If you're unwilling to leave home, <laughs> there are millions of, <laughs> of youngsters in this society, the United States of America, who can't get out of their parents' house. They're too afraid to stand on their own. More specifically, they want to give up the good life that they're living materially. They figure that if they got out on their own, they may be living in neighborhoods that they would find undesirable. Well, that, that That's a metaphor that deals with where we are today. We don't want to let go of where you live now, unless you believe you're living in terrible conditions. But if you are Someone that has wealth, you have status, you're, you're working yourself to death on the outside, you're in pain and suffering all the time, but you're managing it because you believe it's all of the people, <laughs> all of the tough ones that survive. Though the weak perish, and the weak are the ones that are literally living all in a terrible neighborhood. And then we classify ourselves based upon what somebody else has told us. When you let go of the past and you live in the in the present, then you come to one immutable truth. And that is you are divinely created with a powerful mind. And that there is a power in you that's greater than all of the information that you have learned from others about who you are and what's happening in the world. You learn that. When I say very quickly, when you work in the mind, after you have taken the steps to get to the mind, to to relinquish, to lighten your load, the load of toxicity, get it off of your back, off of your shoulders, and stop dragging it around. That's why you're struggling. You're carrying too much weight from others' toxicity. You're trying to equate your life with something that happened in the past. You don't have to be ignorant. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying you don't have to believe that you are bound by decisions in the past. If you are, then you're in a terrible place, but you will never be elevate yourself to believe that you are greater than the I that you created. Always be less than. You'll always be someone born to be a servant. 
born to serve someone else. Never born to be metaphorically a king, but someone who serves a king. Never born to be free, but somebody that serves a free person. That's not who you are, but that's who you believe you are. And I am not supporting toxicity on this broadcast. I'm not just talking about things that people want to hear that is acceptable. I'm not trying to live in the past. I wasn't in the past. I am in the present. And in the present, I must use these principles from the enlightenment and powers of mind philosophy. I acknowledge that I am responsible for the current conditions in my life. That's the first principle. I acknowledge that my beliefs and values created the conditions in my life. That's the second one. I acknowledge that I have the power to change my beliefs and values. That's the third. And the fourth, I acknowledge for me to change my beliefs and values, I must first be willing to enter into self-discovery. This is a simple process. Simple in the sense it's nothing complicated. You don't have to understand predicate calculus or you have to understand plain geometry or organic chemistry or something or quantum physics. You don't have to know any of those things to deal with those four principles. All you have to understand is that you are aware of being someone. And who are you aware of being? person you're aware of being must accept responsibilities for the awareness of being. And that means all the conditions. And then you recognize your awareness of being comes from some beliefs and values that came from outside of you. You got them from someone else. That's why people think they're scholars. <laughs> You know, they trick people into believing they know what happened. I, heard, I, I get in this on maybe on Sunday another time. People try to tell you how people were feeling, what they discovered that must have happened. And when you recognize you can change your beliefs and values, then you have to recognize you must change them with a new, a new mindset. And that new mindset comes from within you. It is within you that you discover the power that's greater than you. You have to go inside of the mind. You have to leave what is outside. You leave out all of the pain and suffering, all of these beliefs about you're struggling, all of the beliefs that you have to live a terrible life. You have to leave all of that behind to work in the mind and, and work in the mind free of generational toxicity. That's what we mean when we say, they share insights about how to use the enlightenment philosophy to create a powerful mind for overcoming the trauma of generational toxicity. That's why we say that. Just the way you can work in the mind. Thank you so much for listening. Please become a subscriber of a follower of this broadcast. All you need is an email address and continue to share and tell others about it. Thank you, Sister Carolyn, for the wonderful meditation. And I'm going to ask you to close it out for us. And we both will be back on the air Sunday morning at 10 a.m. for online spiritual transformation services in our services. This is Sister Carolyn. Have a great day, folks. You're listening to Brother Malcolm's Healing of the Mind broadcast. He's sharing Enlightenism insights 
about how to use inner mind power. This broadcast and all of our broadcasts are available on iTunes, Apple, Listen Notes, Facebook, Twitter, and Google. We encourage you to subscribe to this life-saving broadcast and become a regular listener. Purchase one of Brother Malcolm's Enlightenism books from Amazon or his blog, Brother Malcolm's Enlightenism Insights. Also, go to our website, www.nationalbyesociety.org and make a tax-deductible donation to support our nonprofit 501c3 organization. Thank you for listening. Everything. It's been a long